Hi, this is Zach Frederick. Today we are going to be reading through Nehemiah 5, 1-13. As we look back in chapter 4, we see the first resistance against the Jews to rebuild the wall. The Jews faced both verbal and physical threats. Forced to stand guard, they work building the wall while others stand guard for protection. Leading into chapter 5, we see the hard work of rebuilding the wall, along with the stress of looming threats, have brought the Jews' emotions to the surface. Now pressing issues are beginning to boil over in the community. Remembering the climate of the situation, we begin reading in Nehemiah 5, 1-13. Now the men and their wives raised a great outcry against their fellow Jews. Some were saying, We and our sons and daughters are numerous. In order for us to eat and stay alive, we must get grain. Others were saying, We are mortgaging our fields, our vineyards, and our homes to get grain during the famine. Still others were saying, We have had to borrow money to pay the king's tax on our fields and vineyards. Although we are of the same flesh and blood as our fellow Jews, and though our children are as good as theirs, yet we have to subject our sons and daughters to slavery. Some of our daughters have already been enslaved, but we are powerless because our fields and our vineyards belong to others. When I heard their outcry and these charges, I was very angry. I pondered them in my mind and then accused the nobles and officials. I told them, You are charging your own people interest? So I called together a large meeting to deal with them and said, As far as possible, we have bought back our fellow Jews who were sold to the Gentiles. Now you are selling your own people only for them to be sold back to us? They kept quiet because they could find nothing to say. So I continued, What you are doing is not right. Shouldn't you walk in the fear of our God to avoid the reproach of our Gentile enemies? I and my brother and my men are also lending the people money and grain. But let us stop charging interest. Give back to them immediately their fields, vineyards, olive groves, and houses, and also the interest you are charging them, 1% of the money, grain, new wine, and olive oil. We will give it back, they said, and we will not demand anything more from them. We will do as you say. Then I summoned the priest and made the nobles and officials take an oath to do what they had promised. I also shook out the folds of my robe and said, In this way may God shake out of their house and possessions anyone who does not keep this promise. So may such a person be shaken out and emptied. At this the whole assembly said, Amen, and praised the Lord. And people did as they had promised. The Jews in Judah are in the midst of a famine. When resources are low, the cost increases. Due to these increased costs, many families are forced to mortgage their land to be able to feed their families. And to make matters worse, those same people who have to borrow money just to be able to pay taxes on the fields they have just mortgaged to fellow Jews. Often, children or family members would be held as collateral until the loan is paid off. And if the debt was not paid, the man or family member could be sold as a slave. We see that a select few of the Jews are profiting off of this despair, while the rest struggle to feed their families. This brings Nehemiah to anger, or righteous indignation. The passion of his conviction for justice bubbles over with anger, for the hurt of people hurting around him. So Nehemiah's emotions compel him into action. As a leader, he seeks to bring resolution to the issue. He first unifies the people as a whole, and confronts the problem head-on. He calls out those who are exploiting those by collecting interest. 
As a leader, Nehemiah doesn't ask these men to do something he himself hasn't already been doing. I and my brother and my men are also lending the people money and grain. Let us stop charging interest. Then he calls for a commitment to buy into the movement for change. By doing this, it is no longer his commitment, but a commitment of the whole group, bonded by an oath or promise. Those who do not carry out the oath would be, as Nehemiah said, shaken out and emptied, giving a word imagery to his action of shaking the shaking out of his robe. So what people in our community are hurting, in need, or being overlooked? Where is an area in your life that you can't help but be stirred by your emotions? To stand for those who can't stand for themselves. These areas may be specific to you or general to the public. Clearly, our country still has a lot of work to do with racial healing and reconciliation. How can we lead the change? Your action could be for those who are spiritually in need. Your passion could be for those who are spiritually in need, economically in need, or those in your community who are marginalized or have no voice to speak up for themselves. As leaders and people who want to make an impact, we need to follow the model of influence that Nehemiah showed us, to recognize the problem and allow his emotions to instill action, leading by example, sharing his, art, his heart with those at the center of the issue and coming to a joint commitment for change, making an oath or commitment to one another and to God to fulfill their promise through active and intentional change. So where is God nudging you in your life to stand up for change? Where is he nudging you personally, in your family, neighborhood, community, and even the world? And what will you do about it? These all are all important questions we need to ask ourselves to help us find the areas in our life where God is calling us to take a stand. So take some time today to really let those questions sink in. Where is God calling me to take a stand? Let's pray. Dear God, we thank you for the God-given passions and convictions that you have given to each of us. We pray that as we seek to honor you, that you would help us to influence those around us for your glory, that you would reveal areas to us where you're calling us to take a stand. Give us the courage to stand and be a catalyst for change in our family, community, nation, and the world. Give us the eyes to see the hurt so that we can be agents of your healing change. In Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great day.